How do we tell? Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name's Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Brandon Claveau. Welcome, Pastor Brandon. Hi, Julie. Hi, podcast Hi. people. <laughs> Good to be together here on the podcast um, on this Monday morning. If you're listening in real time or if you're catching up later, we're glad that you're here as well. We are going through our Go and Tell series. So, um, to sum it up, after Christmas, after we hear the good news that Jesus has come, we are told to go and tell. Mm-hmm. So, um, the fir- last week, Pastor Renee uh, shared about why we tell, and this week, yours was on how do we tell. Yes, it was. So, how do we tell? Short answer, with love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With love and grace. Um, Long answer. uh, Kind of the way that I'm approaching it is uh, the first thing we have to do is make sure that we're telling it as good news. Mm -hmm. Um, A big part of my sermon this week was kind of, I don't want to say criticizing, but just calling attention to the fact that a lot of our evangelism often... um, trying to think of a careful politically correct way to word this <laughs> it 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 seems more like a warning yes you know of what's going to happen if we don't follow Jesus yes it's more like a, the threat of eternal damnation for yeah you know rejecting Jesus and my main probably biggest point through this whole sermon was a we we've kind of reduced the gospel to personal salvation, mm. which is a part of it. But biblically, that's not the gospel. Okay. Um, the New Testament gospel message is that Jesus is the king. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the only true king. And the kingdom that Jesus came to earth to bring is a kingdom of peace and reconciliation. And it's... It's a kingdom that will encompass the whole world. It's it's hope, not just for our personal salvation, but it's mm-hmm. it's hope for all of creation. So when I think about telling the story of Jesus, and this is not me speaking as like a great evangelist, because I'm, <laughs> I'm not. This sermon's for me as much as anyone yeah. else. But when I think of how we tell the story, it's, we have to be telling the good news and that's what gospel means it means good news Mm -hmm. like the the greek word euangelion it means good news so we have to be telling this story of the hope of you know restoration and banishment of evil and violence Mm -hmm. for the whole world you know not just am i going to get to heaven when i die Mm -hmm. you know that's just that's a pretty small part of the gospel message and so there's, we can do a better job of telling the whole story and in a way that draws people to Jesus, that mm-hmm. wants, that makes people want to join in with that kingdom instead of making them, you know, afraid of what's going to happen if, they, if don't they don't say the sinner's prayer mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think too often, so are we too long-sighted often when we share the gospel? Is that what you're saying? 
I, like we need to be a little more short-sighted? I'm a, I almost want to say the reverse. Oh, okay. I almost okay. feel like we we pull out one small part of the gospel, which is our personal salvation and focus on that and we miss the the bigger picture. Oh, I think maybe what I was asking was are you saying that too often when we share the gospel we're like you should believe in Jesus, so you don't go to hell. PS you can go to heaven, but we don't focus enough on what what you're going to um, benefit from today, now, as you live? Is that what you're saying? I'm not. Or is that what I'm hearing because that's maybe what I need to hear? I'm not saying that, okay. but I don't think that's a bad idea. Oh, okay. I, I think that is another <laughs> another okay. facet, especially as we think about the, the kingdom of Jesus and kingdoms award that comes up mm-hmm. a lot in, in this sermon. And it's something that the more... The more study I do, the more sermons I write, the more Bible I read, the more this idea of the kingdom is becoming pretty forefront in my mind. So when we think of of the kingdom, it isn't just a, you know just a future mm-hmm. reality. It's not just what happens you know at the the end of earthly human history when. Jesus comes back again yeah. like as Christians we are supposed to be living now as if we are in that mm-hmm. future reality so we're supposed to be kingdom people in the here and now so I do think you're onto something with that all right good good um so how do we how do we do that uh, like you know and Renee talked about sometimes why we don't share that was part of what she said, you know, a lot of fears and things like that. And maybe, um, and fear of being judged and, mm-hmm. you know, but how do we do it? There are lots of ways. Um, kind of the one that I focus on in this sermon is telling in a way that people can understand, mm-hmm. that they they can resonate with. So telling... Telling the gospel, telling people about Jesus doesn't have to be knocking on their door and giving them a tract and saying, mm-hmm. hey, like, come join us at church on Sunday. It can be as simple as, you know, like, I, I love music yeah. and, and I love movies. And one thing that I love when people do is, like, especially with music, is they'll, they'll take a song that wasn't written, you know, as a gospel song. Mm-hmm. It wasn't written to point people to Jesus. Sometimes there are songs that were written almost with the opposite intention. Mm-hmm. And people can take that and they can still draw this, this Jesus-y truth out of it. Mm-hmm. So the specific example for music I talk about is Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of his life, I think it was actually the last record he made, he covered this song called Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. And this song personal jesus like they actually wrote it it was inspired by uh elvis and elvis's relationship with uh i forget his wife's name lisa marie lisa marie Mm -hmm. and she talked about their their relationship i guess in her autobiography priscilla priscilla sorry yeah yeah lisa marie she's the daughter daughter. yeah Yeah. sorry um so anyway she talks about their relationship and somewhere in the book i haven't read the book i've just read depeche mode's Mm-hmm. explanation of the song but she kind of talks about elvis almost as being like a a messiah figure so they wrote this song i guess about the 
the problems of seeing another person as mm-hmm. as a messiah figure. But then Johnny Cash, he said something about the song to the effect of like, I don't know what the original author like meant by it, but when I heard it, it was a gospel song. Hmm. So he covers a song on his last record. Doesn't change anything about it. Just just sings it, sings the the same words. Yeah. But because Johnny Cash is coming from a place of of faith, it completely changes the meaning of the song, and it mm-hmm. suddenly becomes hmm. a gospel song. So it's he pulls this thing out of the cultural milieu mm-hmm. and tells the gospel through it, which I think is really really cool. And then I also. I talk about the movie Doctor Strange, which is, yes. it's one of my favorite. I'm going to have to watch it. I have not seen it, I will confess. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite Marvel Marvel movies. And what's interesting about that is the director, I forget his name, but he, he's a Christian himself. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you watch that movie, all throughout there, like if you're watching through the lens of like, where is Jesus in this? You can see it like all over the place. Yeah. But the the most obvious, most powerful moment of this is the climax of the movie where Doctor Strange is fighting this this massive, not a demon, but just this like colossal cosmic being that, mm-hmm. you know, has come to destroy the world. And like Doctor Strange, he's a he's a powerful sorcerer as far as humans go. But compared to this this Dormammu guy, he's like he's nothing. It's like a baby fighting Mike Tyson or yeah. something like that. <laughs> um, so he he challenges Dormammu to a fight. Yeah. Knowing he can't win, but what Doctor Strange has is he has this an infinity stone that's called the time stone. Okay. And before he starts the fight, he has he's he used this time stone to create a time loop. Okay. So that when Dormammu kills him, time rewinds back to the moment before Dormammu kills him. So this happens over and over again like Dormammu kills him, he comes back. Dormammu kills him, he comes back and eventually Dormammu gets he gets a little annoyed like why are you keep why do you keep fighting me like you're not going to win this. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange says something like no, but I can lose and I can lose again and again and again and that makes you my prisoner. So the beauty is like Doctor Strange is willing to spend all of eternity getting killed by this Dormammu guy to keep him from hurting anyone else. Ah. So Doctor Strange, he ends up defeating this, you know, incredibly powerful being mm-hmm. without without violence. He defeats him by dying. Yeah. So it's like wow. you can't I mean if you if you if you're not coming from a Christian perspective, maybe you're not gonna see that in the movie, but if you're mm-hmm. coming from the Jesus E lens, like you cannot yeah. see this scene and not not think that's Jesus. Yeah. So kind of the point I'm trying to make with that is like we we can tell people about Jesus. You know, like it can be as simple as just taking a movie like that or any of any of Terrence Mallet's films. Mm-hmm. There's all this this art and poetry and stuff out in the world that we can use to at least start up a conversation mm-hmm. about Jesus. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, we're quoting, quoting the gospels and that if you can do that, great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it can be as simple as looking around us and 
you know, seeing these pointers mm-hmm. out in the world that highlight Jesus. Like my my personal belief is all truth is God's truth. And, you know, there is so much surrounding us out in the world that's like a, a, a signpost or a marker mm-hmm. pointing to Christ. And we don't need to be afraid to use those things to show other people. Um, like the catalyst for that is Paul on the Areopagus talking to mm-hmm. the, the philosophers. He, he sees all these pagan idols around him in Athens. And instead of, you know, going off on them and calling them hopeless, sinful heathens and saying like, mm-hmm. smash all your idols and follow Jesus. He sees this one idol to the unknown God. And he's like, okay, there's my in. Yeah. So then he tells them like, you don't even know this God, but like you're worshiping him. And then he goes on to introduce them to Jesus. And then right at at the end of kind of that part of the speech, he quotes these two pagan poets who are writing about Zeus. Like Mm -hmm. they're not writing about for Paul, like Yahweh, like the true God. But he uses the language of these pagan poets to appeal to the philosophers that he's talking to because that's the language that they'll understand. understand, And so that's that's my biggest point kind of throughout this is like we need to tell the story of Jesus in a way that a people like draws people in Mm -hmm. and that they can understand. Yeah. You know, like not everyone knows what the word salvation or sanctification or mm-hmm. you know those are very christiany words that yes not everyone i mean probably a lot of christians don't understand them <laughs> to be to be perfectly honest well, and i would agree i think that that's what some people that maybe don't attend church or don't know jesus find off-putting is it's like a it's a different language mm-hmm. they don't want to feel yeah. dropped into a new culture yeah. that's totally foreign i think yeah but yeah yeah hmm. i agree very good. Very good. Well, do you have any clothing, closing thoughts for us as we uh, wrap I, up? I guess for a closing thought, I'll just kind of highlight where I, where I end the sermon. Mm-hmm. And it's none of this matters. Like how we tell the gospel doesn't matter if we're not living in a way that matches mm. up with it. Yeah. So whatever we're saying about Jesus, we have to live it out we have to live it out our actions have to align with it so yeah yeah that's very good that's a good thought to end on and uh, yeah I appreciate that thanks Pastor Brandon thank you if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Brandon you can reach him at brandon at waynefleetbic.com and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you next week have a great week